Alright, and I think we're ready to kickstart this. What's going on everyone, and what the heck, how are you all doing tonight? Welcome to the Xbox Roundtable Podcast. This is episode number 185, the place for Xbox talk and more from around the industry. I'm your host, Invader, and you know what, guys? Earlier today, we had the Xbox and Bethesda E3 showcase. We had some new game announcements, gameplay, and so much more. You know, I don't want to really eat up too much time uh, with an introduction, as I'm sure, you know, we all just want to dive into here everybody on the podcast just to like really dive into the meat of the xbox and bethesda show but first let me introduce everyone on tonight's panel and as everybody starts filing in here uh, everybody starts to get comfy with us tonight is our friend our uh he's been on here before the host of the rdx podcast please welcome dealer gaming how are you doing brother i'm doing good man just uh you know, Xbox uh Oh Dealer. It just said he his connection must have dropped. We'll come back. Alright. Alright, uh let's see here. Alright guys, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll go over to TXR panel members first. Uh Tim, let's go with you, buddy. Uh you know, we have lots to discuss. Ready to get into things? Oh, yeah. We got a lot to talk about. So, instead hey, of, uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to doing this for my phone. I closed out of the stupid app. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, go ahead, Tim. Sorry. No, uh, just uh, the floor is yours, uh, dealer. Uh, I just wanted to say, uh, you know, uh, nothing. I just, I'm just waiting to get into the topics. <laughs> oh, my bad, my bad. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say Xbox needed so much energy, uh, you know, because they had so much stuff going on today. They sucked all the energy out of us. They used our energy, right? So we're all kind of like half dead, but you know what? I'm, I'm cracking a Red Bull for you uh, here in Vader. And uh, I guess it's uh, it's good to have you know excitement and positivity about the brand. I'm on some shitty headphones, excuse me, but it's the only way I could join tonight. Uh, seriously though, I don't know about y'all, but I thought the showcase was fantastic. Uh, I don't understand how people are talking about sevens and shit, but uh, hey, uh, we'll get into all that, I guess, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get into that mm. really, really quick, buddy. Uh, you just chug that Red Bull. <laughs> All right, uh, next up, Centurion, buddy. Hey, how you been? Uh, excited to get into things? Ah, totally, man. It has been a good Sunday. Uh, E3 has got me hyped. We have Dealer Gaming here. What more could I ask for, man? Tonight's going to be a hot show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt, brother. Uh, let's see. Up next, we got Shockley, buddy. Eric, you looking forward to talk about today's big show? Oh, definitely, yeah. It's a, it's a great kind of roadmap to see you know how the at least the next we pretty much know most of their next gen uh prod projects for the next few years so that's kind of cool to know what's coming so but yeah ready to get into it and uh, go over our, what our thoughts were mm-hmm. all right yeah we will get into things uh just in a minute just a reminder guys that you can find us on a number of audio platforms are available on apple podcasts iHeartRadio, spotify and many others just give us a search for more txr listening options because hey options are great right 
Alright, and without further delay, let's talk about everything that we saw at Xbox and Bethesda's E3 showcase, our likes, dislikes, whatever it may be, right? Uh, dealer, my friend, I'll start off with you, but I'll kickstart it off. Um, I know that you had a show earlier on today discussing uh, you know, your reactions. Um, yeah, where, where to really begin here? I mean, Xbox decided to kick off their show with Starfield. What do you think? I think a lot of things about Starfield, uh, but I still don't know what it is exactly uh, until, um, I guess they talked about it being a space exploration, you know, think, um, what do you say, think, think Han Solo, right? So apparently you'll be getting out and, and kind of exploring the galaxy and you'll be flying your ship around and just kind of, it's like, that's the thing, right? Skyrim in space is what he said. But I don't know what, what that really means. It doesn't really matter because it looks pretty cool. I watched the 1080p bit, uh, the 1080p stream, and, and I got to stress this to everybody. If you watch the 1080p stream, uh, go back and watch the 4K one because um, it, it's, it's not the resolution that you're missing out on that really makes a difference. It's the bit rate. So when they upload that full 4K version, it's at probably five times the bit rate of that, of that stream we watched. And the more busy a scene is, you're, it's just so much information and so much blocking, right? Macro blocking. You, it really just ruins what can really actually still look pretty good. So it'll look way better if you go back and look at that 4K stuff because the bit rate's already there. And I really recommend it. Starfield looks a lot better if you go back and look at it. It looks really, really good. And as far as I know, it's like you said, Skyrim in space. That's from, that's from Todd Howard. And Han Solo he was referenced in the same quote. So... Uh, that's pretty interesting. I mean, next year, right? So yeah, that'll be fun. 11, 11, 2022. Yeah, well, it's nice to see that we finally, you know, are getting some dates now. And yeah, Starfield, yeah, it's uh, 11, 11, uh, 2022. So we still got a little while to wait, but at least we have a set date there. And you know, this game has been in the works for quite some time. It doesn't seem like they're rushing it out. I know a lot of people are kind of worried about some uh, Bethesda games because of, uh, you know, some previous instances from some more recent releases. So um, I think they'll have a lot. I think it'll be polished, for, uh, or at least a lot more polished, which would be nice. And yeah, just judging from that trailer, I know that it was just a uh, like a CGI trailer, but like I, it had a lot of really cool elements. Oh in yeah, there. it was in, in game. They said like mm -hmm. in the game, probably cinematic, kind of like what they showed off with like Horizon last year when they showed no gameplay, but that was in engine or in game footage. Right. Yeah. yeah. In game engine. Yeah, I, I mean, for for me, I, uh, my interpretation is you're basically uh, in space, and you're you know uh, part of the you know role playing strategy is you go to different locations, different on uh, you know uh, parts of space, uninhabited parts, uh, undiscovered parts, and uh, you know you could have a you know space exploration. Um, it's Skyrim in space. I mean, for me, that sounds really s super cool. So the concept, I think that they're, uh, you know, they're definitely onto something there. I think it's going to be a very good game that, you know, it's from the makers of Fallout 4 and Elder Scrolls. So, um, I'm very excited. Uh, I would have liked to see a little more gameplay, but I understand that, you know, they, uh, they put together this and, 
uh, you know, for for me, it's 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 good enough because they uh, really, you know, um, locked down the exclusivity part, and I think that that was the part that they needed to to emphasize. Because still to this day, uh, for whatever reason, people can't get past the fact that this is exclusive. They double down, triple down on exclusivity. Uh, it looks it looked good, like Dealer said, uh, night and day. I saw it. I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. And then I watched it on the 4K, and I was like, yeah, that's super impressive. So uh, you have to watch the 4K um, version to really – just the whole conference looks completely different. Um, but uh, very happy with Starfield, and it was a great way to start the show. Todd Howard opening the show. Uh, it, it, was, uh, it, was a nice, it was a nice spot. And what most of us didn't think was going to happen is because we thought, oh, sure, you know, how are they going to make this exclusive? Because they probably were working on a PS4 copy. Well, no, it's next gen. It's not coming to Xbox One. Um, so that's and it's all in a new engine. So that's pretty sweet. And if you think about just the level of detail they put into Skyrim and like Fallout and those types of games and just think of that like in, in space, like that's <laughs> that's got me excited. So even though we don't know a whole lot about it, you can kind of know where they come from and the games they build and how deep they are in the dialogue. So we can kind of have an idea. People, uh, people thought that it was going to be exclusive because they, they there was a PS4 <laughs> copy in the development. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I heard people <laughs> talking about like, hey, there's no way. Like, you know, the people that have been saying, hey, there's no way that, like uh, they're going to keep these games exclusive. At least, you know, the games that were already in development, you know, because surely yeah, they I had mean, a PS4 yeah. build before Microsoft bought them. Even but, if they hey, do, I mean... <laughs> There's, it's Even only if you have a PS4 build, like you know, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Like uh, the company yeah. was acquired, and and if Microsoft sees mm-hmm. it fit to use that product to lure you to their service, which is why they even bought these studios in the first place, then that's what they'll do. They'll put that bitch on the shelf, and they ain't really yeah. too worried about it, right? So think about uh, it. The game's gonna yeah. be everywhere. It's gonna be on mobile with uh, mm-hmm. way even better X Cloud than it is now on next gen X Cloud. You know, basically. So, yeah. I mean, they got the whole, they got anybody who wants to play it, just pick up a phone, you can get into it and check it out. So, yeah, we're sorry to the guys that didn't believe uh, what everyone was saying, what we were saying. <laughs> didn't about believe how in 7.5 billion go. dollars. Yeah, they didn't believe in, <laughs> and they thought this was a joke. They thought they bought this stuff to sell you a copy of their game and give Sony 30% off the top. No way. So, mm-hmm. it's time to get an Xbox. Yeah, and it's not like they're. I mean, okay, it's not going to be on PlayStation, but it's not like it's only going to be locked to one platform either, like you guys were basically saying. You know, you're going to have it on Xbox, you're going to have it on PC, uh, you're going to have it on xCloud streaming. Like, it, you're probably going to have it on TVs like they've been shown <laughs> off by that time this comes out. So. It's going to be anywhere where Game Pass is. So, yeah. you know, I mean, if PlayStation wants to allow Game Pass, <laughs> with, <laughs> I mean, it won't happen. But it's You just, know what's really funny that yeah. I noticed mm-hmm. is that all the PlayStation exclusives that we know of coming out 2022 and as of right now that we know are cross-gen games and all 2022 Xbox exclusives are next-gen exclusives. It's kind of weird how that got flipped. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they are next-gen exclusives. I don't, I don't think Horizon well, 5 so far, is one either. Oh, well, mm-hmm. this that's this year. But, like, all the 2022 games, like, obviously... I don't think Motorsport is games. either. They've already Basically. got that up and running on older systems. Yeah. I um, so. When they announced it, they did not list Xbox One like I get did. that. I'm just saying I'm talking to people that are playing it right now. Oh, okay. And that is running on an Xbox One right now. 
Hmm, so there's no reason good. to keep that off of those systems, especially in a year where you're not going to be able to even sell consoles hardly. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying it's a high possibility, and yeah. I, you know, there's no technical reason why they should hold it off. I mean, we've seen how Horizon Five looks so damn good, you know, mm-hmm. like that game looks incredible, and it's going to be running under your 2013 Xbox One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I mean, they're holding off Starfield. Apparently, that's all next gen, and so. yeah. Well, that's yeah. What he said. What did he? What he? What did he say about that? He said we have the finally we needed the technology and the engine and, and the all hardware. that stuff. And, yeah, so, like the so I'm guessing they have something to do with like tra- uh, getting from planet to planet, and which is gonna be really really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be interesting. Yeah, they've for... been good about listing Xbox One on the titles that like have them and then didn't have them. So that's mm-hmm. what makes me think like, okay, if they don't list Xbox One there, at least they don't plan at least at launch for it to go there. Otherwise, at least they've been really good about listing it. But... Yeah, I think it's gonna be a next gen title. Uh, they've been pretty, they have been, unlike some other people, very straightforward uh, in regards to where uh, it's showing up and if it's next gen only. Um, it's funny because the, you know, generations, we don't believe in generation stuff and all that stuff. Xbox seems to have more next generation games announced than Sony by a good bit. You know, you have. Uh, oh, Oddfall was taken off that list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a thing, right, Tim? I thought the SSD was. Yeah, was Randy Pitchford said, "I don't know if we can be doing the Xbox." It's you know you, you you know it's funny. You look at some of those quotes uh, last night. I think Colt was putting it up. Um, some of the quotes that these developers uh, were saying, they were saying, "Oh, it's flat out not possible." Um, you know, and and they were really, you know. Uh, you know, like totally, totally, like you know, they were thrown uh, under the bus, is what they were. Yeah, and then, <laughs> then, then this happens. It just goes to show you that uh, you got to be you, you tread water lightly with that. I mean, it's just you know what, what developers say. Sometimes they just flat out don't tell the truth. Yeah, publishers yeah, too. That's proof, right? Yeah, you, you this is pretty bad. They said it was not possible in last gen. That's why we're making it only in this gen, and then they announced it, right? So. That's a developer, but if they say something like, you know, anti Xbox, and a developer says that, then no matter what, the developer said it. Do you know better than the developer? Well, uh, maybe he's lying to you, you know? So you just never know. Good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Uh, Centurion, did you get a chance to check out Starfield? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, I'm interested. You know, we got Skyrim in space. Um, let's really think about that. Um, in Skyrim, if you wanted to go kill the king, go kill the king. If you wanted to be the Dovahkin, go be the Dovahkin. If you want to go do this, you can do that. You know, it almost just feels like it's almost going to be like, pick your own adventure. Like, what do you feel like doing today? Which is exactly what Skyrim was. Uh, I, I really am curious on exactly how expansive this game is going to be. Um, cause it even said like, we're starting the, the, we're pretty much at the beginning of the final chapter of human evolution or however they put it. So how does that work? But I'm interested in Starfield. Um, Am I curious on how it's next gen? Yes. You know, because I will be, I luckily I uh, had Dreadpool kind of show me some things over the past few weeks when it comes to game design and exactly how the hard drive, exactly what these new hard drives are doing uh, to actually make a a game next gen and how scalable games really are. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so therefore, I'm just curious on what mechanic really does make Starfield next gen. Um, and as time progresses, are we gonna by some some chance uh, discover some way to, you know, make games like this actually appear on older consoles? Mm-hmm. It's probably the verticality that's probably going to be in this, because if you think about Skyrim and Fallout and how big those worlds are, but you can't go off the ground, usually, that I know of. So I know the, I know this, the biggest transition for games that go into space is that transition from ground going through the atmosphere and you're transitioning into space. Mm-hmm. So now you're basically going from gravity-based physics to now technically space-based physics and all this. So basically, technically, the whole game is changing. And I know in the past that transition from planet to space has always been a big leap for consoles, and that's why. No in, Man's uh, Sky. Yeah, and and No Man's Sky, I think, was one of the first ones that actually kind of interested me on how you would, you never really could see that transition to. There wasn't that loading screen between the transition from planet to space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Aesthetically, I like the game. It kind of reminds me of. Uh... How do I put like Prey. aliens? It reminded me of aliens. yeah. I was yeah. gonna say it reminded me an uh, like the original uh, really, alien uh, with really Scott. Yeah, the original alien with uh, what's her name, uh, Sigourney Weaver sitting mm-hmm. in the cockpit, staring out at the alien landscape. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what kind of caught my eye. So aesthetically, <laughs> I really like the look of the game. Um, no Sigourney though, unfortunately, uh, Centurion. So you're gonna be only uh, face huggers. <laughs> absolutely uh let's see you know what though let's really think about it the movie alien has taught humankind to never stick your face over something you just don't understand especially (laughs) something that's like opening up and shit looks like a looks like a sphincter (laughs) what's in here i know anytime anybody thinks about sticking their face over something they don't understand it's just that scene from alien of that thing coming out and attaching it to your face yep no i'm not i'm not sticking my face over i think that's why people stick their face like i hope it gets me at least be like why people do it so (laughs) at least be like little you know 10 year old kids and poke it with a stick first don't like put your hand oh my god that's great at least go get a stick first (laughs) yeah poke Poke, uh, poke an alien, uh, an unknown alien uh, species. Yeah, just poke it. Keep poking it. See what happens. Yeah, like it's an option in Starfield. Is you can go find a stick and it's all poke object. <laughs> oh, Push Y to just put hang face over opening. You know, alien sphincter egg. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and then, and then I took some acid to the knee. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, uh, we got a $2 super chat from uh, Lemon, 108 Dragons, Xbox killed it, Halo Infinite looked amazing, let's go. Yeah, we'll get into Halo uh, soon, buddy. Halo uh, looked amazing. Halo, Halo, I, I gotta say, wow. Uh, just looking in the chat here, lots of cool people, uh, fun speculation. Hey, Mav, uh, Mike from uh, NLG. Uh, Logic wins. It was a good show, but I felt that Microsoft held back. No State of Decay 3, Indiana Jones, Hellblade 2, Perfect Dark, Avowed, Fable, IO's Mystery Project, etc. No new acquisitions. Yeah, you know what? We will uh, touch on some of that. Uh, definitely the uh, acquisitions part. But, I mean, we did kind of touch on that last week, guys. I mean, this was going to yeah. be Xbox and Bethesda's show. I mean, there was a good chance that we were just going to get a very focused, you know, kind of a welcome to the family show to show off some of uh, Bethesda's new stuff in the works and so on. There is lots of time for new acquisitions. I mean, like, how many new studios did they just acquire within the last two years? Yeah, it'd be like a Monday morning, like the Bethesda announcement, you know? 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they so just do that oppressor in the morning <laughs> yeah yeah and that's the thing right so and for all we know they have an, an exo planned in the near future so there's lots of time for these things even if they do have acquisitions going on um yeah there's a lot of games to cover here guys uh next up it was mentioned in the chat guys uh starfield i uh, sorry uh stalker 2 that looked mm. really impressive like graphically beyond i've been waiting for that After beyond really made. impressive after they skipped that indie showcase like a few months back um, and they just had the screenshots, I was kind of disappointed. But that's sweet to see it's coming out early next year. And that was if you watch that in the 4K stream, go back and watch it. It's probably one of the best things they showed the entire time. Uh, just graphically, it looked pretty sick. And that's next gen only. And I, I guess they have like a few months of ex exclusivity. So, so. Yeah. If I could butt in real quick, mm -hmm. Invader, correct me if I'm wrong. They didn't show a Scorn trailer, right? No, they did not. But apparently it's still coming out this year from what I've heard. Yeah. yeah, No, on the show, they showed the day it's coming out. Oh, they did? Yeah, yeah. it was. It was on okay, the show. so when Phil Spencer stood there and was like, we have X amount of games coming out on Game Pass, and that little thing came up on screen, Scorn was in there, and it said fall of 2021. Totally missed it, but I did see it on Twitter, like people pass around the photo. That, that completely blew my mind. I thought for a second, I was like, was there a Scorn trailer I don't remember seeing? What the hell? Well, yeah, and there was a, there, well, they have Dude, a lot Atomic of... Atomic Heart's made it on there. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was actually really psyched to see Atomic Heart now that you mention it. <laughs> my uh... wife stuck her head through the door when Atomic Hearts came on and all that British, that uh, that Russian pop music was on. <laughs> She's like looking at me like, what the hell are you watching? Like, what are you watching? <laughs> <laughs> well, they. I was really surprised, and you know me, Centurion. I was keeping an eye on that title, uh, like for the past year or so, because it's just it's a very unique kind of like Bioshocky kind of looking. So unique that literally there is videos on YouTube that question whether that game truly exists. <laughs> well, for a while, everyone was like, "Yeah, this is not going anywhere." But no, no, no. It's uh, it's definitely a thing. It's supposed to be coming out later this year, from what I'm to understand. And yeah, that's great. I mean, uh, now that you mentioned it, day one Game Pass for that too, right? Like basically every game that was shown Dude, was yeah. day one Game Pass. Dude, it was the Game Pass show. Game Pass is freaking, and I just like how subtle it was. We didn't have somebody standing on stage, blah, 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 Game Pass, yeah. Game Pass, Game Pass. It was literally Game Pass day one, Game Pass exclusive, Game Pass here, Game Pass there. And mm -hmm. it was just words. It wasn't like somebody beating a drum. Yeah. I'm going to give you what's I'm going to give you everything that's coming to Game Pass till the end of the year. So, you have Like a Dragon June 13th, Dark Dark Alliance June 22nd, The Ascent July 29th, Hades August 13th, 12 Minutes August 19th. And Crossus Fall 2021 20, Scorn Fall 21, Back for Blood, October 12th, uh, Shredders, December, Among Us, uh, Fall, Hello Neighbors, 2021, The Gunk, 2021, Flight Simulator, July 27th, and also their expansion, uh, Maverick, which looks awesome in the fall, August 25th for Psychonauts 2. Age of Empires for PC, October 28th, November 9th for Forza Horizon 5, and Halo Infinite for, for Holiday. Ooh. Now, if we say Xbox has no games, you need to be admitted into a mental hospital. 
it's at that it's 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 at that point. That's how much I actually missed games. Sable September twenty third, Aragami to September seventh. I mean, absolutely a ton of games the rest of the year for your series S and X. So I like what Phil Spitzer said at the pre-show before the E3 event on how proud he is of the gaming industry as a whole on how it's done for the, during the pandemic and how it's actually uh, kind of provided a much um, what's the word a much therapeutic role for a lot of people during the pandemic and that I have to agree with him on that because all these developers were put into a situation where all of a sudden they had to work from home under all these new rules and ways of doing things. And they were, they did their best to give us entertainment and what they could. Meanwhile, all we did was just stand around and complain and demand more. And I feel Phil Spencer kind of shows the humanity uh, in gaming, uh, that's why I've always loved um, Phil Spencer and why I choose to invest in Xbox. And with Phil Spencer and the E3 presentation, I feel that it's just a really good example of why Xbox comes out and does their shows based on here is why you have invested your money into Xbox and this is what you're getting for that investment. You go over to some of the competing shows or the guys that try to put on a show later on after the fact, and it just feels more like a reason to come. Hey, we need your money, and this is why you should come. You know, spend your money over here. It doesn't feel more like a. It doesn't feel like a. Hey, this is why you invested. It's more of a. This is why you should invest more. I feel Xbox really makes me feel secure as a gamer. Um, I don't have the issues and the qualms with investing my money in Xbox as I do other consoles. And I just feel that everything about this show kind of radiated that. Call me weird. 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 I know, right? <laughs> well, just, well, I'm centurion, just like I mean, as an, well said. I mean, perfectly said. Well, <laughs> I, as an example uh, that makes me feel this way is just last night, uh, at the end of the shop podcast, my wife walks up to me with her phone and shows me a photo of uh, the screen in her bedroom. Um, regretfully, um, her PlayStation 4, uh, the cat knocked the uh, plug out of the back of it while it was in sl- uh, rest mode, while the hard drive was hooked up to it, and it basically bricked a hard drive. I have never had that happen with an Xbox, and I just shook my head and was just like, oh my god, of course. So, I just... Now I'll, I'm just saying, like, I just feel there is just so many things that makes me, I could go on all day about why I choose to invest my money on Xbox and it goes beyond the games. It's about the message that Phil Spencer puts out. It's about the quality of the services they put out. It's about how they make me feel like I actually matter and I'm not just some number. They're definitely more pro-consumer. They've proven that. Uh, and they, yeah, I mean, it's hard to get a refund on the PlayStation. You know what I'm saying? They would assume take a product <laughs> off the store, like Cyberpunk, yeah, instead of giving you a damn refund. So that's that speaks to the you can't even get a refund um, from Returnal, and it literally says in their terms of service, uh, if a game is like they don't give you refunds, you know, if you've already downloaded it and played it, unless the game's broken. By definition, that game was broken for a ton of people. And they just couldn't um, even play. It. Couldn't even open a door, and they still were denying people. <laughs> um, yeah, by the way, Shockley, I don't want to. I don't want to like correct you, but you said download it and play it. Uh, in their terms of service, the the 
it's considered a sealed transaction the moment you download it. You're not even allowed well, to play that's it. What I, was, I meant like download. No, at least uh, Xbox yeah. gives you an out. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, again, there's a lot of games to talk about here, fellas. Um, what did you guys think of that new IP that, that was announced? Contraband by Avalanche. I know it was a CGI trailer, but uh, yeah. Intrigued. I'm intrigued. Um, Just Cause developers? Yeah, the Just Cause developers, Avalanche. Uh, it seems like an open-world co-op de- uh, game. It was only a CGI trailer again, but... Avalanche also um, Second Extinction. Yes, I believe. Mm, yes, um, yes yeah. there are multiple studios. So yeah, multiple teams. Yeah, they have like three studios, I believe. But yeah, so I like actually they're, they're one in, of. Them. Yeah, uh, oh, sorry, I was just gonna. I liked how they put in partnership with Avalanche because I remember everybody was throwing it around that they were gonna like on all the studio acquisition theories that Avalanche was one of them, and I like how they put in partnership with Avalanche right above it. Mm, yeah, there's a reason. Yeah. To there. Yeah, there's a there is a reason. Uh, no release date on that. That one is uh, obviously gonna take a, a while. That's a that's a newer <laughs> newer title. Obviously, it's gonna be a couple of years. But still, I mean, interesting. Obviously, they're really focusing on. Uh, I think it's gonna go down that uh, payday route. Pay it, like that's the game I'm thinking of. Payday yeah, right? it's uh, funny. Uh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking the same thing. Yeah, it was funny you say that. I actually got a kind of similar vibe from that, like a payday thing. You go in because it seemed like, uh, yeah, you do like heists and stuff. Uh, well, if we think of uh, what is Avalanche currently doing, um, their last game, uh, Generation Zero, in my opinion, was kind of like the, the the groundbreaking for Second Extinction. Second Extinction is, in my opinion, a really awesome co-op experience that I enjoy playing with my friends. And I really do feel if they were to try to take that co-op experience and kind of really put some shine on it and some really good polish and make it an almost a, almost like a payday experience, not like payday. I actually tried payday and I was not a big fan. But I mean, with what Avalanche puts out, I really think they could hit a home run with that. Yeah, I heard uh, through the grapevine that it's uh, it's actually good. And um, the Xbox is excited. Also heard it's been in development for a while, so mm. maybe uh, we get it faster than Oh, yeah, expected. they made uh, Rage 2. Yeah, I think yes, that was one they, they made they made Rage 2. But like, they're, like I said, there's three. One, one, I think their biggest team, there's a team mm-hmm. in New York. There's a team in London, I believe. I'm looking it up on uh, And I think there's one in says... Sweden, too. Yes, yeah. they are originally from Sweden, and uh, I do think, though, um, even though they're not purchased uh, or at acquisition now, that is something that I could see Xbox definitely acquiring the studio. I see that distinction, though, like on when I checked like Wikipedia, however accurate that one is. Uh, Second Extinction Generation Zero was uh, systemic reaction developed by them, yes. so it was different. So it makes the distinction that Avalanche Studios was doing like Rage Two, got Just Cause, Mad Mad Max, um, but not those other ones. Looks like those maybe were smaller teams that did Generation right. Zero and Second Extinction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, again, another uh, co-op title. They're really going heavy on these uh, co-op games, which I mean, I like. I mean, you know, I'm a big fan. I mean, Dealer, you know, we played a little bit of Vermintide and whatnot. Like, those types of games, they really have some legs if they're done well. Uh, here's hoping that, like, Contraband can be, you know, 
something along those That'd lines. That'd be cool if it's like a single player, which we'll get to another, uh, probably their last one that they announced, where it's, uh, but hopefully this one has like kind of a single player, and then you can join in as like co-op, kind of like you have like with Gears, like it's a single player story, but you can join in as the other characters, so it actually has like a story behind it, not like how people played Ghost Recon, and they just kind of felt like, yeah, it's cool with friends, but if you're just playing by yourself, it's kind of not fun. <laughs> I don't know. It almost feels like it could come off as like I hate to use the word procedurally generated, but I feel like as a contraband thing, as a as a co-op with creating different like you're gonna have your base maps, but then you could have different scenarios, changing the location of objectives, changing the objectives themselves. Are you doing a heist? Are we doing uh you know, there's different missions you could do, but have them change out. So I don't know, like, I don't want it to be, I feel that sometimes with games, like, with, I, I'm not trying to be mean about Gears, but the single player campaign, mm -hmm. you know, once you're done with it, you're done with it. I definitely, like, when you compare it to Sink Second Extinction, there is definitely a heavy amount of replay value because you, you're, you don't know what you're going to be doing from one day to yeah. the next. You could do it like GTA, where it's like, hey, you have the overall story, but you had those okay, yeah, jobs like where you could there was choose a campaign and multiplayer. Yeah, there's separate, a big yeah. difference in gears. The quality of that campaign well, yeah. and second extinctions, random bullshit tasks <laughs> that they got going yeah. on. So I think gears uh, adds that infinite replay value with horde mode and other things like that. But yeah. it's up to them to, to right. figure that out. I mean, they got the funding if they're working with Microsoft. So hopefully they nail it, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, dude, I, dude, I, I'll just say Avalanche. Uh, Generation Zero grew on me. I played the heck out of Rage Two, um, and Second Extinction. Uh, you don't want to play that game without friends, so I don't get to play it often enough. Yeah. <laughs> now, I mean, that game does leave me very curious. Hopefully, we learn more about it in the coming months. Um, you know, let's uh, tie this in with another new announcement to an existing IP. Uh, we were we were kind of thinking Obsidian was going to show something. Actually, they showed a couple of somethings. Uh, the Outer Worlds two got announced, and it had a let's just say a very the funniest damn trailer there. <laughs> well, a very memorable quirky trailer, yeah, where they were just like basically uh, shit talking <laughs> other trailers, which was great. And they're like, oh, all we have to show for it at the end is just the name, the Outer Worlds two. Yeah, that was announced. Uh, so I mean, we kind of knew that was coming. We'll show our hero at the end, but not the hero. We'll only show his silhouette after an overuse of lens flare mm -hmm. we'll show his uh, silhouette because his character model or his character concept isn't done you know that's what he said yeah, <laughs> yeah. those guys at obsidian i i i said i think they do the best uh kind of like comedic trailers and, and self-aware trailers that you want one of those you go to them right i mean those guys and, and id do some of the best trailer work there is really uh they they made the grounded grounded trailer even Right? I mean, I thought it was just well, well done. Really well done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, the grounded the one was trailer. Yeah, go ahead, Centurion. No, I was going to say, the whole trailer, I was trying to figure out what game it was, and as it kept talking more crap, eventually, about halfway through the trailer, I'm like, this has to be The Outer Worlds. This is the only space game I know that would have this much comedic value to it. Hmm. Yeah, and I mean, they did throw some little timbits in here, like, you know, you saw, like, they were kind of, like, showing off, like, a little bit of, like, I guess, concept for, like, 
the some worlds that they're kind of concepting from the looks of it and uh i don't know they had some like pretty cool ideas there i know that they were like doing some mocking and whatnot obviously and it turned out pretty good it was memorable for the right reasons but uh yeah that, you know it's nice to know that that game is in development uh obviously it's microsoft xbox exclusive and you know that's another thing that's uh, off the table that you're gonna have to go to the xbox ecosystem for which that was what i was curious on if it was gonna stay exclusive and at the end of that trailer all that fine print on the bottom you didn't see one mention of any other products other than xbox products and you're like Ooh, well, well it looks I mean, like yeah. they're staying the course on that Matt one Moody said it Back, way oh, back yeah. in that GameSpot uh, interview, he said he thinks that's be one of those games that they'd keep exclusive. So, mm-hmm. oh no, totally. Well, and, yeah, yeah, and it's next gen exclusive, but obviously it's oh, an Xbox early development. So that'd be obvious. The lion, <laughs> the lion, the all, and you know, instead of paying attention, a lot of these guys just went and set themselves up for uh, one hell of a choke slam. It didn't have to be this way. It did it ten times. <laughs> It's had to be that way. <laughs> he said it had to be that way. <laughs> well, there was a lot of no self- way to be back next week saying the same shit. So, <laughs> well, no, but there are actually people that believe that you know Xbox uh, uh, spending seven point five billion dollars on uh, you know Bethesda and all its IP, all its studios, that they weren't going to get anything actually out of it. You know, that, you know, you're investing in these studios and these IP to think that the the next iterations of these games. Uh, we're going to come out on other platforms, at least for the majority of them, uh, you would have had your head in the clouds. Like, I, like the idea that Xbox was going to put uh, Starfield or any of them on PlayStation or whatever, I mean, be real. It's not like PlayStation would do the same thing, you know? It's like, you know, they come Bro, to... I'm telling you, like, I mean, Invader, you've been around, right? You posted <laughs> a show, you've been on Twitter. I mean... Everybody always does this. Every time something comes out and we don't know the answers, half of these people are doubting the obvious truth, right? Mm-hmm. But when it's confirmed, oh, of course they were going to do that. We see this with everything, right? I mean, there were you had to have seen the just legions of people that were, for some reason, debating if this was actually going to go to PlayStation or not or, or any of that stuff. When it's common sense as to why they acquired Zenimax, Zen- right? Mm-hmm. Um this this is pretty straight cut and dry. Unless we have a deal, unless we've been basically making the game already exclusive to PlayStation for a year, like Deathloop, then uh, it's not going there. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and the you know that's the thing. Obviously, they didn't showcase uh, Deathloop or uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, but those are games that their uh, PlayStation's gonna have exclusive. It's not like they're getting anything. I mean, they have a timed exclusive, but you know you still have something for now. It's not like you have no games coming to your platform soon, uh, the PlayStation platform, but you know, eventually the well is going to run dry and you're going to go come to the real self-realization that, yeah, you know what, you know, you've just been kind of, uh, you know, putting something in your head that isn't there. You know, again, you know, it's business and Microsoft didn't spend that money just to give away exclusives and just to put it out on a competing platform. You know, with, uh, with uh, PlayStation building all them walls to form that sacred garden, not at one time anybody stopped to think for a second that maybe they were walling themselves in. Hmm. If you get the reference, I'm just saying they completely cut off their ecosystem. I said this a long time ago that 
you, you can only sit on top for so long writing on the same thing over and over and over again without no evolution of the product. Right. Well, there, there's an evolution in Centurion. That's a, see, the, the, Centurion's a smart guy. You know, this is this is something that um, is is true. But but they're definitely changing. They're evolving. They're doing exactly what Microsoft is doing in the long term. You know, long story short, it's, it's just they're they're several years behind, right? Just like the it PC seems thing. more reactionary. Like the, well, yeah, it is reactionary. My, basically, Microsoft are Netflix right now in 2010 with Game Pass. They're mm-hmm. that far ahead. And they got it. Why they got this gap? They got to keep going. That's what they're doing. They see the future clear as day now. So, uh, Sony are doing the same thing. It's just they're a couple years behind, three years behind, four years behind. But it's going to happen. And that's why you'll see day and date on PS Now, just like Game Pass eventually, right? Yeah, yeah. And you know, at least Microsoft, like they were very, very upfront about their intentions with uh, the platform. Like even as far as their PC stuff, going back to what 2015, 2016, um, and then they got shit on for it royally. And, you know, they were just trying to, you know, let people know slowly that, you know, they were opening up the ecosystem and then, you know, people were getting used to the idea that, you know, it's not so bad, obviously, and we could see what they were doing. And, you know, Sony were, again, the century, and you were talking about the closed platform, you know, they were, you know, they were just being, you know, sticking with PlayStation and so on. Now, in the last, uh, like, few weeks, few months, you've seen them open up to, like, PC more more of oh. their uh, PlayStation uh, games are going to uh, the PC and whatnot. And it's like, you know, it's, it's going to be a think, tough pill like, for I, them to swallow. I told you, uh, I think it was a week or two ago, that's how I got talking to Dread, was I think the reason why we're going to, the conversation that the new God of War game is going to appear on the PS4 um, is because I honestly stand by that. I think that PlayStation had the games designed in a way that kept PC in mind. And we know that PC, uh, pretty much these, the, well, I'm not trying to be mean, but we know that the vast majority of PCs out there are not even as powerful as a PS5 or a Series S. So, therefore, they kept that game design down a little bit to make sure that they could get that game on as many PCs as possible. And I, I, that's why I think all of a sudden now, game, uh, because of the lack of PS5s in the wild, all of a sudden PlayStation's like, well, we can put God of War on the PS4 because we left that, that door open for game design. Well, think about it, though. What do you got to do to max out an SSD of that caliber? A lot. You got to do a whole lot. And it doesn't make oh, sense yeah. to teleport from world to world with all this fucking detail everywhere you look instantly, right? Um, so it's almost like you'd have to force it. And that could really, really make games not that great. There's only one game I've seen that really that that actually needs an SSD to do in terms of gameplay and what you're seeing on screen every single second of the game. That's that's Ratchet and Clank, right? Now that game will not look as good as God of War 2018. It doesn't even look as good as Horizon Forbidden West to me. Now but it's I great in its own art style. Mm-hmm. I haven't. But I don't think the they new... force it though. to centering. My point is, is that. They, God of War just didn't need an SSD because it's God of War, right? No, uh, you're Horizon actually, didn't you're need an SSD right because it's Horizon. I think that your point with the PC, though, is, is also correct in a way. But it also begs the question, why spend all that extra money for one of the most expensive components in the PS5, that SSD, when you only have games that very seldom actually require it? 
You know why it's they did like that? No. Yeah, it was pretty much uh, my opinion. Or this is this is we've talked about this many times on RDX. Um, the worst kept secret is is that they went with a 2019 design, and uh, it is RDNA two based, but it's not full RDNA as we covered. Uh, it's basically RDNA two <sighs> not RDNA two plus, right? No, well, it's full R. Xbox is full R D and it can do things like mesh shaders and uh, VRS two dot one. It requ- requires hardware that Xbox specifically waited. Um, but but the point is is that they kind of I think were they built out early earlier than Xbox, and uh, they just looked at ways to how how to you know spruce up their system the best that they could. Um, yeah. And I think that that's what they did there. I think that you know they ha- they had to get some type of selling point, and 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 it was obviously thought about and talked about because they went with this whole lie of a marketing plan that they believe in generations. Um, I think that that was their whole plan, and and it backfired on them. And 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 uh, yeah, I, I mean the the SSD on both Xbox and uh, PlayStation Five are extremely fast. But like um, some of the stuff that was thrown out by by you know Sony or put out there, uh, it has to be questioned or looked twice at. You know, um, I'd rather have went with the later hardware with the uh, full RDNA spec that Xbox did. It took them it took them uh, longer to they had to wait on it, and that's why they were behind, and that's why the first uh, set of games they they were kind of losing. Um, you know, face-offs and people like what was going on. Uh, quite simply, they were just later out of the gate because they waited for the better hardware, and uh, that that I think is going to show itself uh, down the line. Um, you know, when these games get more CPU intensive and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, I, honestly, you know, you just have to question with Godfall and the marketing deploys of uh, we believe in generations. That a lot of that shit was uh, full of shit. I mean, dealer had said, and, and and people I've talked to at Xbox too. A lot of these games are scalable. Most games are scalable. PC has existed for how long? It's the same exact thing. You know what I mean? So there are a select few games that maybe can you know utilizing the SSD that that can't be done, but for the most part, it's scalable, especially when you have a spec of. 4K 60, 4K 30 with full ray tracing, you know. So, yeah, think about yeah. that. And, and to that, all, then you'd have to explain the machine language and how everything's on x86 to x86 for the first time ever, right? Really in console gaming, and how that's the same machine language PZ uses. And it, it's so much stuff that people don't get about it that they can see a post by AMD and say, Hey, uh, PlayStation 5 is you used, you know, RDNA 2 to power Ratchet and Clank, and people think they are getting us on something. It's like, this is literally what we said. It's custom RDNA 2, or RDNA, we've known that it's had RDNA 2 features because uh, it has ray tracing. It doesn't have other RDNA 2 features, meaning, you know, that's why people call it RDNA 1.5, but it has the performance per cycle of RDNA 2. If I so, can ask one question real quick, dealer, um, I haven't picked up the new Ratchet game yet, but... Um, is there as much AI on screen actively moving around as it showed in the previous? I haven't even played it yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Yeah. Uh, when did yeah. it come out? When did it come out? It came out like last night or the night before? Something like that, yeah. So, so uh, I was going to play it, but then I stumbled upon Chivalry too. And then, all right, good drive <laughs> for the rest of my night. So, that Dude, game everybody's crazy. talking about Chivalry on Twitter. Uh, mm. It's good, man. It's good. It's fun. Oh, yeah. I got to pick that up. That looks like fun. You got to get that, Invader. We can squat up. Yeah, buddy. I'm all over that. Um, guys, you know what? We uh, we got to move on to some Halo talk because uh, Halo had a pretty uh, decent show in there, obviously. And, you know, the big talk was, you know, did it have any improvements from over a year? I mean, we kind of knew because we, you know, 343 has been sharing stuff with us. But, uh, man, did that game look sharp. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it looked beautiful. Like... But I thought I was held back, Invader. What's wrong? <laughs> Oh man, well, hey, buddy. I mean, you would have known it, like the, from that, like the short little uh, clippets of like the in-game like campaign stuff at, at right at the beginning. Oh man, like the background, everything. It's like night and day from a year ago. It looked amazing. Like, oh man, props to three four three on that. Um, and then like you looked at the detail on Master Chief's armor, like when they had that little uh, in-game cut uh, cut screen and more. Like it just everything looked so well done. And then they went to the multiplayer. The multiplayer looks really nicely fast-paced. Um, you know, it has a lot of. Uh, you know, it's a it's a blend of the old and the new. Oh man, I really I'm really enjoying the uh, like more the like back in the day like the Halo Three, the Halo Reach kind of uh, armor styling and more like it just the color palette looks fantastic. Um, you know, say what you will, but like the haters have were probably pretty pissed off at what they showed because it looked really really good. I think it shut a lot of people up. <laughs> yeah, did. Yeah, I mean, we've been preaching that too. Like, everyone's talking about how cross-gen is the reason. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you got games on the, the current generation at the time, like Red Dead 2 and Doom Eternal, that, that you know, just think about this stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Cross-gen can't be the reason there's no mountains, silly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so it's all about the time they've had to put into the game, which is apparently shorter and less than we thought. The engine development took a long time, mm-hmm. but still like uh, they needed more time and they put what a thousand developers on this one time from a bunch of different first party studios. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. is like, the game looks phenomenal. Like you can't argue this. I was, I watched it again, even at 1080p while, while we were streaming earlier and mm-hmm. I was blown away, Tim, when he was leaving that, the cockpit and space and all the physics. That looks going great. On there. Insane. People mm-hmm. forget they have a they built this on a whole new engine, kind of like how Unreal's moving everything to Unreal Five. Which it's going to give them more capabilities to yeah. scale the game. So it's not like hey, they're building on an old engine from last gen. So that's what people forget. Good point. That, I mean, people were taking pictures from their PC, like just like uh, an F10 screenshot, um, and it looked amazing. Like uh, it was like a bull shot. Like I could not believe. That people were just like pausing the game, taking pictures of uh, the multiplayer sequence, and even and even the single player when he's in space. Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, some of the things that they show. I mean, I, I posted some of the pictures. It was like they took it off their PC, and it looked absolutely incredible. I mean, uh, yeah, Halo really surprised me. Uh, I was before the show. And, you know, previously, on you know, here I talked about it in RDX. Uh, I felt that whatever Halo was going to do, that they they couldn't 
they couldn't they were going to get criticized i mean and and there was a lot of sentiment out there too uh one person said to me one day that that has pretty good you know sources and stuff that halo looks absolutely horrible uh or it's going to it's going to massively disappoint wow were they wrong i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> you could say they played it safe they maybe played it a little safe with the single player but the freaking I mean, the the, the multiplayer yeah they showed the open world they showed the halo they said it's 120 frames per second Ooh. um i mean really uh mm-hmm. halo came back in a big way uh, dealers right on. They they were up to like twelve hundred uh, people on the studio uh, when they were when they were really trying to crunch it down. Um, maybe that's not the right word to use, but whatever. When they were trying to get it, <laughs> when they were trying to get it uh, at the holiday, um, yeah, there was talk about, and I think that that you know that's why uh, when uh, they talked about it when when Staten said Joe Staten Staten said that it was they were both going to re- release at the same time there was talk that they were going to release the single player and then tier it with the multiplayer which would have been an ult- a big disaster i think it wouldn't have had ray tracing it would have been subpar visuals they did the right thing with the delay and today was honestly uh they got themselves they were on the ground and and they were crawling they got themselves on their feet right now and i think they're going to have more showings and this is the start of their re-reveal and um i was just i just tweeted on it i do think that there there might be another show uh at the end of the year maybe an mm-hmm. xo maybe a showcase and uh i think they're going to probably target uh, late November, December, um, for the game to give it the most time that they can get. Uh, but yeah, if they you know show the game and it's and it's in all in its glory uh, in a September show or whenever they're gonna have a show because they have like these games avowed Hellblade two um, that that were slated for this show but didn't make it. Um, and I, I got kind of confirmation that there was some stuff that, uh, you know, happened. Um, some things didn't make the show, but, you know, uh, and, and they were upset about it, but they, you know, they kind of, they kind of got themselves now in a really good position mm-hmm. um, because now they have those games and they're going to be ready to show. So Avowed and, and Hellblade 2 and Halo full, con- uh, you know, a full campaign reveal, ready to go so we're, mm-hmm. we're talking uh not a no e3 like sony we're talking let's get another show right after e3 yeah my only uh criticism would have been uh they still don't have a a, a release date kind of nailed down like they said like holiday 2021 um like i i mean i would have thought by now they would have had maybe like a I, I was thinking fall, fallish, but uh, do you do you think it, that it'll be like on Halo, the original Halo's anniversary, like sometime in November? Probably, yeah. I think that November is a good spot. Um, there, I think that they're uh, definitely. I'm thinking later than the reason why they said holiday is they're thinking later than earlier, but they don't want to. They don't want to lock themselves in somewhere. They want to see where other games drop. I'm sure they don't want to drop next to 
horizon for for yeah. that's you know you know what i mean i'm sure they want to be smart about that they yeah. don't want to give a date for the second time and then push it back and a third <laughs> so because they had a date last year and then they obviously delayed it so giving a date now you know you might as well wait until you nail it down in horizon like we're still waiting they said that's on track but we don't yeah. have a definitive date so i think both games will release this year and I don't think there's anything to worry about since they had a whole extra year to polish. Yeah, that's what I said uh, on on the show was uh, yeah. I mean, there's been Horizon Forbidden West. I don't think they have an exact date for that right yet, do they? Nope. Um, no, not yet. Yeah, and 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 they don't have a date for that, but nobody's really super concerned about it not making 2021. Uh, I think that Halo, Microsoft are probably a little smart because they they do have first person shooter competition. Somebody in the in the chat. Pointed out that this is the first time. What's the last time you had a Halo, a COD, and a Battlefield in the same year? Has yeah. it ever happened? Mm. I don't know if it ever has. And this is maybe the Battlefield first one. Three. When did Halo Four come out? No, Battlefield Three came out in uh, 2011, I think. Oh, okay. Or maybe it was 20, 2010, maybe even. Uh, well, there's yeah. a couple. There, even like uh, I know it doesn't have a multiplayer mode per se, but even like other first-person shooters, like you got Far Cry Six releasing in October as well. It's gonna be stacked for first-person uh, games. Yeah, yeah, and that looks so. Really good. They, they might they might want to have some maneuverability there, move it around if they had to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty jammed up. All these games that were delayed are now getting release dates. So. Uh... You know, good, but also kind of scary, too. <laughs> uh, we got Fuzzy Belvedere in the chat here with the $5 super chat. Uh, can we have a moment of silence for Craig, guys? Yeah, Craig uh, Zalker on the show was pointing. He said uh, he said uh, he thought that they might put Craig in the background and, you know, in space floating around as one of the corpses. But uh, no Craig in the corpses. Maybe he's still there, and maybe this time he's got some textures on his forehead, but... Uh, I don't know, man. I'm still blown away by how that game looked, and it was all in you know in real time. Just like if you played uh, Doom Eternal, or you played God of War, or you played any of these games, like you can't complain about this, right? This is what the game looks like. It's just outside Halo. It's outside the perspective of Master Chief because there's no camera cuts in the game, really. So that's the thing it has in common with God of War, and uh, it's using the same exact rendering feature there. So I don't see why people would complain about this being some kind of CG thing. Yeah, and you see that world they showed that showed off the world before they got to that part of the uh, mm-hmm. trailer where it was in motion. It was like, in you know, in game while things were moving around, they just mm-hmm. had the camera from a guide god view. But that world looks freaking huge. Dude, that whole ring. Yeah, like that background. Holy moly! There's a lot. And you going can on go there. there. You can go <laughs> like all over that ring. That was their original thought of like eventually, with over build that ten year span, they're going to build out the ring. You can go all over the the damn thing <laughs> i still don't believe that game has a 10-year life cycle they said the same thing with destiny one yeah. um i think that uh maybe they'll support it for 10 years like in terms of servers i don't know they support games we can learn that I mean, honestly but i don't know that's that's kind of intriguing it'd be interesting to see what they do there yeah yeah i mean there's that multiplayer a... that looks yeah. good that looks good yeah, and there's still a lot to learn. Like, there's more details that are going to be dropping tomorrow, I believe, with regards to the multiplayer. They're they're going to go more in depth, and I think they also said too that uh, with the uh, uh, all the uh, monthly updates that they have, like later on this month, they're going to have uh, blowouts of some other stuff. And again, that's not even including uh, Forge guys, as well as you know, I would like to see Firefight return personally in some form. 
Uh, I'm a huge Firefight fan, so whether they do another, like, Warzone kind of thing, who knows, but, uh... There's a lot to look forward to, either way, and I think a lot of people are just kind of relieved with uh, what they saw with uh, Halo Infinite today, so I know I am in a lot of ways, so um, yeah, no, good stuff, good stuff there. Uh, no more no more worries about Craig, uh, but uh, Dealer, I think you had brought up uh, Forza Horizon 5, that got announced too, I mean, we all knew that was coming. Uh, that actually has a November 9th release date. I was kind of surprised that it uh, got pushed to November, which is interesting. But that looks fantastic. Like, whatever they... Oh, man. Built from the ground up for the Series X. Ooh, man. The detail in that game. It is astounding. You see that little shrub? That little shrub, it was actually not static. And it was just, like, blowing in the wind. Just the tiny, tiny shrub that they showed off. Uh, if you go back and watch that 4K stream, it was like, damn, the level of detail. Like, usually in a racing game, some of that would just be a plant that didn't move. But <laughs> I was like, it damn. Looks, it looks, uh... Which is an interesting claim. No, it looked good. It looked good. Like, uh, when they're around that volcano, that looked fantastic. Uh, you know, I'll admit, guys, I was like... I mean, I love the Forza Horizon series. Like, I was, I, I was kind of getting burnt out a bit. But... Yeah, it seems like they've gone the extra mile to leverage, you know, a, a, lot, a lot of processing. Yeah, yeah. I just like, I just, I feel reinvigorated after watching that. It just like it looked so good. Like Playground, yeah. Playground games is such like a there's such a good pickup for them. Uh, the, the stuff that they do with the Forza Tech engine and just. Uh, the amount of polish they they give their game and like just a sh what a two two three year development cycle it just it, it's amazing they're a top tier developer like, I just think I, of what they did with one extra year and what uh, the four uh, turn ten devs are going to do with their new engine and they've had what the last game came out twenty seventeen and their next game probably won't come out for twenty twenty two at least so they're gonna have a whole five years see what like level of detail they can get to and you just saw Forza Horizon 5 a cross gen game. So it's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, not to mention Fable, right? So Yeah, Fable with that tech. I'm like, oh snap. That's hopefully we see that gameplay pretty soon or maybe they do that the a later show this year, but that would look sick. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool, but, uh, no, I mean, it's just, again, it's just really nice to be getting some release dates here, I know I'm gonna be on top of Forza Horizon 5 for sure, how about you guys in the chat, uh, did you like what you saw with, uh, Forza Horizon 5, how about Halo Infinite, I know you, I've seen some love for, uh, Halo Infinite there, man, look good, uh, right, let's move on here, uh, we got some more release dates, any, uh, Psychonauts 2 fans here, yeah, anybody looking forward to that? Um, uh, I like Forza Horizon 5. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, did, I mean, honestly, I didn't get to talk. I, my, I was having some kind of, I don't know, you sounded like you were lagging a lot, so I was like, this has to be me. Um, So Horizon 5, man, that was a, built from the ground up, right? Like, that's an interesting claim, because I think it's still an Xbox One, but I think they just meant like, hey, we're going to really try to get some really serious, uh, serious new visual effects from this game on this box, mm. which is cool. It did look beautiful. And I, I, before I was hoping for some kind of new thing they're going to add, right? Because they've been trying to add a new thing, quote unquote, for, for the games lately. So the seasons last time, it looked like those are gone. Because Mexico only has one, which is hot, right? We got the season <laughs> of hot. 
and now they've got like some storms, like some uh, yeah. look like sandstorms kind of or something. I don't know what it was, but uh, yeah, that's that's look, that looks great. And Psychonauts, I mean, it's got a charm. Um, I'm not necessarily looking forward to it, but uh, I'll, I'll definitely give it a shot because of Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm I'm a huge fan of platformers. That's why I, I bring it up. And uh, I played the uh, the first one once I got into Game Pass, and I was pleasantly surprised by it. Yeah, it still holds up to this day. They really double fine. Uh, uh, they're a really uh, unique studio, to say the least. Uh, that game is coming out August 25th, and of course, available in Game Pass. Um, what else did we have here on the Xbox side? Now, of course, we had games that you know are already out, technically, whether it be in game preview or just been around for a couple of years. Uh, Grounded got uh, an update, or there's an update coming out. Um, and then, uh, guys, did you see Sea of Thieves, the, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, story-based, uh, a pirate's life? I don't life. care, no one says, but that puts Sea of Thieves back on my radar, and I am looking forward to playing that with, uh, a couple of friends and my wife. Smart move. What? Oh, the, the collaboration with Disney. Yeah. Oh, I was about to say, what, me playing the <laughs> game was- with my wife? <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> well, there. Yeah, I'm not a season no. fan, and I think it looks it looks pretty interesting. Uh, definitely, they added a bigger chunk of content than you would ever think three years later, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, three years later, and they completely freaking like chunk of content, man. They freaking walked out there and lit a freaking bonfire just so everybody could see what's going on at Sea of Thieves. I mean, it compl- when you're watching them introduce Jack Sparrow and all of a sudden when you start realizing before he even steps in the frame, I'm like, is that Jack Sparrow? And as soon as you see Johnny Depp's character step in, you're just like, oh my God, Sea of Thieves has just rocketed themselves into, in my opinion, a different kind of game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, it makes a lot of sense for them to... Uh, partner with disney and pirates of the caribbean it fits extremely well i mean everything just kind of worked when i looked at that trail i'm like yes yes that works with the black pearl and everything well at first when you're watching the trailer and you're watching the guy in the dungeon hang his arm out and when you realize he's trying to get the dog to bring him the keys i was like is that Jack Sparrow? Because at first I was like, dude, they are so ripping off Disney right now until I realized that it really is. And then we saw uh, Davy Jones. Um, I forget his uh, his first mate's name, uh, but there was a lot of there's more than Jack Sparrow. It looks like they're like almost bringing a, a small portion of the world of Pirates of the Caribbean directly into uh, what Jack Sparrow referred to as the Sea of Thieves. <laughs> right, right. Well, again, it just shows you uh, the commitment to the existing games, right, that uh, Microsoft's putting into it. And uh, Rare's been very committed to Sea of Thieves. Uh, granted, I mean, I really want to see them move on to, like, you know, some other stuff. I want to see how Everwild's kind of doing. Again, that was another game that's uh, been kind of silent uh, since it first got revealed. But, um,. Sea of Thieves, though, I mean, yeah, they're still adding all kinds of content to it. This, uh, I'll be curious to see how this does. I think it's coming out pretty soon, too, if I'm not mistaken. June 22nd, if I'm right, and do any of you guys want to play? Like, I, you know darn well taking on Davy Jones is not going to be a single-player experience. 
Well, that is if he's easy to even get to and take on. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, like um, how to get to the Megalodon before was a lot different than mm-hmm. the Megalodon now, right? So um, I think it's cool that they've added. When I saw like Davy Jones pop up, I was like, wow, that's actually really cool. I'm not a fan of this game, right? Uh, I got, you know, people were pissed when I reviewed the game when it came out, and and I just said how it was. Like, look, this is a game that's not complete. It didn't even have fish hardly at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, they've added a lot of stuff and updates, and, you know, now it's kind of a game, right? At least when I refer to a complete complete product. I mean, when I think Sea of Thieves, man, I, the potential for something like this is, is massive, right? I mean, you could think of a sequel eventually, with a big pirate hub city in the middle, ceasefire zone, people are docking their ships, they're mm-hmm. trading with currencies, and they're, and they're upgrading, and they're buying stuff, and they're they're forming factions. Like so much potential with something like this, that you know, I think they should just do a flat out sequel after this. Hopefully, they will, and uh, add these things and kind of revamp things. But I think that this is kind of uh, nicely surprising because they're adding. Either they're really good at cutscenes, right? Or they, they, it looks like they've added entirely new sword fighting mechanics or mm-hmm. something in there. They've added uh, different types of creatures. You're not just fighting skeletons anymore. You know, like, <laughs> this, that was a problem. So I think this is really, really nice. I, I think the Davy Jones thing is cool. Him pop out of the water randomly. Um, and the fact that you know this is all going to look amazing at 60 FPS 4K with, with what I think is the best HDR in the business right now, Sea of Thieves on series x right so i yeah i mean why not right is, hey, is, is, um, is it in game pass is it free in game pass or no oh yeah it's a free it's a free update free update uh yeah. for anybody See, who owns go. the game or can't, plays in can't game pass it. can't beat it well right? so let's also look at uh another door down the rel- yellow big uh the yellow brick road if i may show you real quick let's think about the fact that this is a big partnership with disney I mean, they are putting a heavy amount of the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise into Sea of Thieves. Um, who's the company who owns Marvel again? Who, oh, yeah, Disney. I'm just saying there's some potential there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, it's a smart partnership for them. I'd argue it should have happened a long time ago because, I mean, either way. I'm I'm looking forward to trying it out, Century, and I'll I'll try it out to you, and uh, you know we'll get other guys from uh, the show on there. Like we'll, it just it lo- it lo- looks like fun. So and you know we've been talking about Sea of Thieves for a while, so we got to get back on there. But there's just so much to play, right? Um, Name one other place where you can go and throw up on your friend, and they'll laugh about it. The bar. Oh no, dude, <laughs> no, I, I don't care where we're at. If somebody physically throws up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. Um, another game actually. Well, okay, it was out on PC, but it's, it has an official release date for Xbox now. Uh, Flight Simulator will be making its way to Xbox uh, July, July twenty seventh, which uh, not too far along, just uh, next month. And uh, yeah, no, I mean, I'm looking forward to Flight Simulator. I'm actually, you know, from the gameplay they're they're showing, it looked pretty impressive. It was already an impressive looking game right off the bat on PC, but, I mean, it just it looks phenomenal on Xbox. And I don't know if you guys caught it, but uh, there's a, there um, is also an update for that to a free DLC later on in the fall, the Top Gun Maverick free expansion uh, to tie in with the movie. So have jets not been part of Flight Simulator? Like, is it just all prop planes, or is jets actually new to the game i think it, you can technically fly like those uh 
jet you can fly like Boeing 747s or something like that, but I don't think you've been able to fly like an F-16 or anything. Or... Okay. I don't know though. That's a good question. See, I, I kind of wondered that, and then all of a sudden you see you you start hearing the top gun music in the background, and I had I went to the kitchen and I look over at the TV and I'm like, is that Maverick? Oh no, that's when I realized it was Flight Simulator because I thought the uh, advertisement had already ended. And now I'm just kind of even more curious about that game because I don't know why I'm a sucker for Top Gun. And it just seems like it'd be a blast to just kind of fly through that game as fast as you could. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that was that's a title I've been waiting for for a while to try out on Xbox. So uh, finally, you know, I can't wait uh, to get my hands on that sucker again available in Game Pass. So <laughs> I will definitely give that a go. Uh, Ball and Harder in the chat with the $5 super chat. Uh, thanks a lot. But the real-time reflections on that Jeep's back window was very impressive in the opener of Forza Horizon 5. Dude, I know. Every, <laughs> dude, everything in that trailer looked phenomenal. Like, Dude, because of dealer gaming, during the Halo... Uh the halo trailer the first thing i look for in his visor any anytime i see halo anymore or master chief i'm always looking to see if there's a reflection in his visor ever since dealer pointed out that in the original uh infinite trailer there was a reflection and then the reflection disappeared in a different trailer so now i'm looking for reflections <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean it's uh horizon again you know Whew, looks good yeah totally brother uh let's see we had uh actually i kind of predicted this too age of empires 4 uh the pc game also coming to uh game pass ultimate piece uh for the pc coming out october 28th uh i don't know if there's any rts fans in the house but uh, i'm an rts fan and uh, i'll probably be checking that out i i uh i like my army stuff so uh I will give that a go as well. I like to dabble in a lot of different genres, really. Um, yeah. Oh, you know what, guys? We should probably talk about this, what they ended off the show with. Uh, the new IP, Redfall, announced by Arcane. I believe it's Arcane Austin. Remember that rumored Omen game, the vampire game? Well, yeah, it turned out to be Redfall. It's a vampire open-world co-op shooter, and it releases actually not too, too far away, but it's still a year off, summer 2022. Uh, what do you guys think of that? Uh, well, it's I'm a multiplayer co-op kind of vampire shooter thingy, right? So, I mean, certainly what do we know? And right now we know yeah. it's like open-world city, <clears throat> kill vampires with your friends, um... And kind of surprising, actually. Arcane aren't known for this type of thing, so that could be pretty interesting. Yeah, I saw some people actually kind of like upset over the announcement because, uh, like you said, dealer, they're not really known for like their co-op stuff. It's more like single player, obviously, with like Dishonored, Prey. Um, so it's a little out of their normal territory. I I'm kind of intrigued. I'll admit, like, I, I don't know about you guys. I mean, I wasn't necessarily blown away by it per se but i am intrigued i mean i just i need to see the actual gameplay right so yeah that was just a, C a cg trailer i guess they're trying to get the point across but i mean i guess uh i, I it will so can you you can get bitten and turn right and go against your friends or i don't know how much details out there about this mm -hmm. yeah i think it, i'm thinking in the vein of like uh not that this is a great game by comparison but uh like brute force or like you have like a story game of these four characters because i think they're trying to make that distinction of like they actually are 
uh, you know, personable characters. They're not just like, hey, we have barely any dialogue. There's actual probably a story and connection with them. Um, and you're in this four group, so you could play it by yourself um, from what I'm getting. Um, but yeah, you also have the co-op option there as well. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I looked all those cool different uh, powers. They kept coming out of nowhere with different ones, and that was pretty sick. So yeah, definitely excited to try this one out. Especially from the devs from, you know, the ones that make Dishonored. So Yeah, yeah. No, it looked like a nice... Uh like an interesting title again new ip and cool. what was that tim i thought it looked very cool uh a lot of people are you know they, they i saw a lot of down votes and stuff like that but a lot of people don't know what it is i thought it looked very cool obviously it's not in, it's not cgi it's not gameplay but um, you know, I mean, if you you could say if you want to be critical, you could say maybe they lacked a little bit of gameplay. But one of the things that I think is funny is is um, uh, you know, I wonder if uh, I think we did talk about this earlier, but if they're gonna have uh a show to show uh, avowed and 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 uh. And um, Hellblade Two and Halo re-reveal. Mm-hmm. When do you guys think that? Not to change the subject, but I'm just very interested reading on Twitter and right now some of the stuff I'm reading. When do you think that? Do you think that they'll have another show at the end of the year, or do you think that that uh, this is it, or they'll have just smaller shows? This, but this was the big, big, uh, you know, Super Bowl. Well, you got to think about it like this too, because the Game Awards would be too late for like let's say something like halo so i would think anyways so if they were to do a show i would imagine it would be what maybe late september possibly i could touch on that let's really think about it they didn't give us an actual hard date on when halo is exactly going out i mean coming out all it just says is holiday so that is a show in itself at least a reason to have something you know we're gonna have a show we're gonna show some new games blah 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 and we're gonna reveal the day that you can pick up halo infinite Mm-hmm. right and don't forget there's also gamescom as well so that's what late august so i mean there's a few opportunities to do it i mean i i would personally like them to do like some kind of an exo show uh possibly in september where they just yeah, they would maybe talk a little bit about Hellblade, Avowed, something like that. You see, the thing is now, <laughs> in a way, we're kind of not used to this, right? Because now we have all these different games to talk about, all these different new IP and so on, and they still have stuff to talk about, and they still have stuff to reveal. So, again, they don't need to rely on E3 or whatever. They can just drop a little bit here, a little bit there. Um, so yeah, I, I would like to see them do a show personally. I think that they would. I think, uh, Phil and Aaron and all of them are listening. Um, you know, there's a lot of things in motion right now. And like you said, Tim, too, I mean, it sounded like they had dropped some stuff, like, I wouldn't say last minute, but like pretty close to like, you know, showing some stuff that they probably wanted to. So, I mean, we'll probably be hearing about that stuff in a couple of months, I would imagine. But... Uh, yeah, there's still some yeah. other projects they're probably going to announce in the They have a before. ton of stuff. Yeah. Well, think about well, it. Wolfenstein Compulsion. 3, Project Typhoon. Project Typhoon. Compulsion. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Compulsion Game. They, they, they have to be ready to show. 
Um, it's just so exciting, man. I like just today's been a real, uh, you know, I mean, these people are dying for narratives. Now, now I'm seeing people <laughs> saying, uh, uh, the, the 4k 30 option for, uh, they, sh- uh, for horizon. Um, and that's, uh, people are going crazy with that. That's the same exact thing that I even took an L that I said an L because for fours, uh, for forbidden, uh, Horizon was shown 4K30, and then they have a 60 option, which Forza Horizon will have a 60 option too. Um, but like you know, it just goes to show you that you know uh, the people are looking for narratives to put down. But um, otherwise, man, like they just Xbox just had this whole thing with Satya, uh, you know this this double downing. Um, I'm just just so happy right now, like. They had a, a kick-ass E3. You even have dealer happy, um, <laughs> and that's that's huge. Um, uh, and, and people all on this podcast happy. Xbox fans in general. I've said, I'd you know, I remember the showcase for Keegley was like the his his uh, his poll was like mostly C's and D's last year. Uh, majority was A's this year. So. Um, I really think that uh, Xbox had a, a killer show, but they have so much stuff. Like I didn't know that 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 uh, Bethesda had two Arcane Studios. You know what I mean? Like I thought they were eight studios. Now it's like they're equivalent to ten or whatever. But yeah, they they have a lot to show, and um, they just had an E3, so let that sink in. Mm-hmm. And they're also talking about acquisitions. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I mean, we'll touch on it in a little bit about acquisitions and stuff, guys. I know a lot of people were uh, looking forward to some there. Um, but we got uh, Binyabek in the chat with the five, five pound super chat. Thank you very much, my friend. Uh, what's your top threes today? Uh, Aoden Chronicle replaced a Plague's Tale Requiem. Looked so good and unexpected. Great show. Thanks, buddy. Really appreciate that comment. Uh, thanks for the super chat. Ooh, man, that's a that's a tough one um, because there's a few standouts for me. Um, Starfield really t- uh, caught my eye. Atomic Heart gameplay, Game Pass Day One. Like that was a title that I was already looking forward to. To, to see that drop into Game Pass is uh, fantastic. And uh, to be honest, yeah, just seeing Halo Infinite back, like the uh, new like campaign and multiplayer stuff, just to get some kind of an update is fantastic. So those would be my highlights personally. Uh, what about you, Centurion? What would you say your highlights were? My highlights for the show? Man. Am I allowed to claim the whole show? No. Uh, <laughs> dude, what games really kind of stood out for me? Wow, I really haven't... To put it in the top three, I really don't know. Um, you'd probably laugh. Actually, the last game we actually talked about the vampire game. What was it called again? Redfall. 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 That one, I, I don't know why, but I'm always a sucker for a good game. I can sit down and play with some friends and just chit-chat. Uh, if we're talking this, a single-player experience, that definitely uh, is leaping out at me. Um, I'm going to be absolutely not to sound stupid, but I, Halo, man, uh, when I saw him conversating with Cortana and all of a sudden you find out that this, that the other Cortana was deleted and all this other stuff. And for a second there, you're just like, wow, I'm kind of intrigued. What in the heck is going on? And I'm looking forward to the single player campaign for Halo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
No, it's, uh, I mean, that whole stuff with, like, Cortana, like, getting deleted and whatnot, like, ooh, very, very... It, it, it opens up a lot of questions, and then all of a sudden, you know, uh, and then, and, dude, it opened up a lot of questions for me on, like, Cortana, last time you saw her, it was just like, whoa, how did somebody get to, like, delete her? It just didn't seem like an easy task. It was well, probably a good in- choice to retcon uh, Cortana Karen. So, <laughs> yeah, wasn't she getting like a few of the story in the story? And I don't want to spoil it. I mean, we could probably spoil it now. It's Halo 5, but she was getting weird at the end. Yeah, remember in Halo 5, like she was getting definitely, uh, I, I don't know if she was bad or if she was like, but I remember that portion that she was like being strange. But for me, the top three were, uh, I would say number one would be Forza Horizon, uh, rivals any. People say we want to see the best-looking games, show what the hardware can do. Uh, listen, you looked at that game, and, you, and you, you know, that's really amazing graphics. That rivals, I don't care, rivals anything on <clears throat> Sony's platform, even though it's a racing easily, game. Easily, easily. I mean, um, it's real, right? You know, it, it was, it was so, so for me, that was, was huge. Then I would say the second thing would be, even though Washington Post screwed it over, uh, <laughs> Starfield. Starfield was really nice, um, just because I, I, you know, I mean, the, the trailer was pretty good and it looked fun and stuff. I kind of believe in the pedigree of the developer and know it's going to be good, but I just think overall them nailing down the exclusivity talk. Um, really firmly was 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 really nice to see, and then uh, Halo uh, the uh, the the ability to come back and make get, you know wipe itself off after being knocked down last time, and um, just the overall positive response. You know, I'm not really seeing any negativity about Halo at all. If anything, people are really hyped about it. Uh, so they they got themselves back on the firm footing. And um, hopefully they make it this year. I think that they'll make it this year. But for me, those were the three easily and um, really good show, really good day. I'm shot right now. It's, you know, I'm going on like four hours sleep and just a lot of excitement, a lot of adrenaline dumps and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, that was mine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, Yeah, that's not a curiosity dealer. What would you say your uh, top three were? Um, can you hear me? Yeah, buddy. Okay. Uh, just, uh, it had to be first party stuff, really. I mean, because that's you're getting that stuff to play this year, right? So mm-hmm. definitely, Halo looked insane. I want to, I want to play that and the multiplayer campaign combo. Obviously, as we, that's what we always expect Microsoft. So I'm not gonna, uh, uh you know. <laughs> act like that uh, you know it's praise you for re- releasing a finished product together but uh i will say that you know it is good that it's releasing together because there were rumors that it wasn't um so that's great you needed to do that horizon obviously uh looks fantastic and and you you can tim's right you can put that up against anything really which is where i got lost in what tim was saying because i was thinking about that uh how people do say that stuff but then a racing game it's not okay or you can't you can't use that but grand turismo is fine to do it with so uh, I would say, yeah. I mean, those two, especially in Stalker Two. Yeah, Stalker Two looked uh, beyond ridiculous, and probably was the best-looking real-time gameplay segment we've seen in the entire show. Mm-hmm. Probably. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I would I say that. To, I have to say I'm really excited for those three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, no, it looked uh, stalker all, man. Some of the stuff with the visual effects, man, they looked really impressive. Definitely showcases uh, the new consoles, uh, like w- one of the best-looking games you'll see to date so far. Um, what about some of the... Yeah, I would uh, say the... Uh, yeah, go ahead. Stalker is probably, uh, just to finish up there, uh, yeah, Stalker is probably, probably my top one. Uh, also, uh, what was it called? The... Uh, God, just escaped my mind. What was the replaced? Is, did, did that just end up being the last night devs <laughs> that we never got the game for? Um, I don't know if you all remember that game. It had a very looked very similar aesthetic to uh, last night that never actually released. Um, but that one looked great. And and I would say probably the, uh, the how do you say, a Uden uh, Chronicle? Um, not sure if that... If that's just, uh, I think that was a Kickstarter game, so I think that's just kind of a multi-plat. But um, uh, that was the ex uh, Suikoden um, devs that are making that game. If anyone played some of those back on the PlayStation PS2, so those are probably my uh, three highlights so far um, from what we hadn't seen before. You know, guys, let's really talk about what stole that show. That refrigerator, I'm telling you, <laughs> I, that. I like, saw hey, that refrigerator. I'm like sold. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, actually, yeah, that was kind of cool. Get scalped. Oh, big time! Yeah, I could. Yeah, they were like, "Yes, we're really serious." <laughs> oh, oh man! God. No, that was good. That did, was good. Did you feel like a God? I wonder how someone feels going building a bot to scalp Xbox mini fridges. I'm gonna get all of them. I'm gonna get every single one. <laughs> right. There's probably get some good profit on there because the fridge probably is only they're gonna probably market that low if unless they're doing. Dude, it only holds down. a six pack. Yeah, that could be fifty bucks, and they could upscale that on eBay for a good good price. Yeah, imagine uh, selling that like you put that in an Xbox Series Xbox and selling it, and you fool somebody. That'd be funny. Oh, <laughs> it would suck, but it'd be funny. <laughs> um, could probably return it. Yeah, yeah, just. Because it, it, it is like a replica as long as you don't open it. I'm sure somebody would make that mistake. I think so. Yeah. Uh, Anybody see Plague's Tale? Uh, it's going to be in Game Pass Day 1 when it drops early next year. Well, again, that's up. another CGI trailer that they showed off. It looked cool. Yeah. It looked cool. but Was it CGI? It seemed like it was like showing in-game when it was showing like the boy's face when it was showing the world. But maybe it was. I would say it was CGI, but uh, no. uh, but, but that yeah. was a next gen only game. I was surprised about. I thought that would have been they like said it's a Xbox bottom that it was captured in engine. So that, uh, I mean, that was uh, Plague Tale Two. That was all actually in engine. Like if you saw a cutscene from the Plague Tale One, mm-hmm. it's like basically what you saw there. And that game looked great. Play cutscene, yeah. not. I mean, all that stuff is all real time. So it looks really, really good. And that was actually a really surprising, weird game. Like, have, <laughs> have you guys beaten it? No, I've been meaning to download it actually, but I know it's on Game Pass. But I think it's too long. Like that's my criticism of it. It's pretty pretty long for what it is, but it's a stealth game. If you love that, maybe it's not too long. But I mean, you end up. I don't want to spoil it, but I, if you, if I told you, you'd be like, you, you, it kind of be hard to believe, uh, honestly. So it's when you get to the end of that game, it's pretty uh, interesting. Uh, and the second one to see them follow up would be. Interesting to see as well. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, they had a number of, uh, like, smaller announcements, too, that, I mean, they're, they're very positive moves. Like, uh, for example, that game that won a lot of awards, uh, Hades, that indie title, that game's coming to Xbox and Game Pass in August. I know a lot of people are looking forward to that. Um, you also had the, what was it, the Limbo developers. They showcased their game Somerville, which actually looked pretty That's why cool. they looked familiar. I was like, this looks like Limbo. Or, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, play dead. Second game they did, yeah. Uh, Limbo inside, inside, yeah, yeah, that's what it looked like more so. Inside, yeah, uh, that's coming again, another 2022 game, so we're gonna have to wait a little while for that. But oh, cool, I, I, I liked what I saw there. Um, there were a couple of uh, well, there was one or two silly games. Uh, did you guys see that game Party Animals by chance? That, that was kind of wacky. That's like another Game Pass one. I will say right now, that one's on my radar too. Anything <laughs> anything I can get a moment to sit down and play some games with my wife and don't ask me why when we saw that on screen, we both were like, yeah, that looks like it'd be a blast <laughs> to play together. It's, I think it's from the same people that made, uh, uh, what's that game called? The Fall Guys. Oh, okay. Um, and it's like, it, it, it's actually... It's supposed. It's it's funny because it looks it looks so dumb, right? It's like a mm. derpy little stupid uh, co-op fun game. But I mean, yeah. because it was so dumb looking, it was funny, and I was like, I'll probably try that. You know, jump around and uh, throw things at people. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think Battlefield made people forget about it being seventy dollars and no single player. Yeah, that shit looks sick. <laughs> Good and, uh, point. The, the thing I say, like, hey, if you're gonna drop something like that you raise the price and only screw a certain amount of consumers by doing that the pc version is still 60 it's got better visuals better resolution brain rates depending on your hardware there's no reason it should be a price hike uh but if you're going to tell us you don't have a campaign you better show us why because obviously we're not going to give you the benefit of the doubt on anything you're ea you don't deserve the benefit of the doubt yeah show us that map show us the trailer and maybe we'll be like holy crap okay this is like on a scale that is seriously not just not just in terms of a um, square footage or mileage, but just how high up these levels go into these skyscrapers and stuff, right? It, it's crazy, man. Like there's so many people on the map, and it, I get what they're going for. So I'm not as uh, hard up on it right now. I'll have to kind of see how <clears throat> how different these maps are. I guess it's yeah, like. I'll admit I'm in the camp that I'm still kind of hesitant, but at the same time, I do genuinely like the route they're taking with Battlefield 2042. Uh, the gameplay looks sick. Like, the stuff, the environmental uh, destruction going on there, the... Uh, uh, well, what did they showcase? There was like, Wasn't there like a sandstorm going through the gameplay uh, that they showed today? Um just like you can call in tanks you get them dropped to you and uh just the number of players like you said dealer uh it looked really good it's just i don't know like you said the the price tag for what seven maps it's like you really need to showcase those maps and i thought they did a good job but it's like at the same time i don't know if the price justification is there necessarily but now it, I, it's very I tempting like for most I feel like it's pretty much the same price. I could have sworn I paid $60 for Battlefield 4 and then the premium pass to get the extra maps, which were really big and detailed, was another 40 I swear it was like $100 back then, same as it is now. Um, plus, who, who, who completed Battlefield 4 single player? 
I don't think a single person ever did. <laughs> like, no one bought that game for that reason. And so I feel like I'm in the same boat right now. It's like, did I touch? I played thousands of hours of Battlefield 4 uh, multiplayer. Never once even started the single player. And I'm going to spend the same amount of money. So I'm just, either way, it's the same experience for me. I think just, it's the yeah, principle, though, man. Gen. I think it's the principle. Yeah. That, uh, the, the, the game is on PC is and everywhere else is 60 bucks. On the next-gen consoles, it's 70 bucks. You got the same feature set, uh, you know, across the board when it comes to player count, but one last, the last-gen systems are cut in half. And then on PC, you've got every visual option and uh, unlimited frames and resolution according to your hardware. It, there's no part of that that makes the next-gen version more expensive than anything else, but they're doing it anyway, right? They're trying to us- usher in the precedent that, that, that all their stuff's going to be 70 bucks going forward. And when we looked at their books... You see how much money they're making. They don't need to do this. They just choose to do this, right? On top of adding the day one uh, microtransaction DLC crap, on top of taking out the campaign, I played Battlefield 4, campaign beat it, 3 beat it, Bad Company beat it. Um, that's, I just, I'm not going to advocate for less from a billion-dollar corporation. People will point to Battlefield 2 when they were an independent company you know, they've, been, they've since been bought by EA, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to ask EA to give me less. If anything, EA, you need, they got great. They need to make up some damn ground, really, is, is my attitude towards those guys. I've, I've got thousands of hours in Battlefield and absolutely massive fan of the franchise. I don't feel like there's been a real Battlefield game launched this whole generation because of the way they took it after 4. And I've been waiting for something like this. I feel like I am really like this game. But at the same mm-hmm. time, I'm not going to say, yeah, don't give me a campaign. That's fine. Because I know they could have, you know, I, I just, I'm not happy with it, but I, the gameplay looks so damn good. It looked, it reminded me yeah. of Battlefield 4 and 3. I'm like, crap, you know, so it's really alluring to me. And the way you could swap attachments on the fly, that shit is wrong. Oh, I saw that. That was shit. Because yeah. I remember you'd be pressing pause or wait till you die. And they're like, okay, now I'll go into the menu and, and try to figure this out. until you die to respawn or spawn in to yes. even get it, change it out. So now you can do it in real time. Uh, it doesn't need to make sense. It just works. And um, that's cool, man. Yeah. The, yeah, the um, only thing that I would say too, sir, just give me a sec, Centurion, is that they also had like an extra year of development time as well than normally. Usually they only have like two years, but this year, this time around there was they, they were given an extra year. And I, I don't know, I just feel like like if they only have like seven maps to granted they are massive massive maps and they do do look good from the couple that we've seen but it's just i don't know for the amount of time and uh what we're getting content wise it just i I don't know if it necessarily justifies the price point personally personally but go ahead centurion i was just gonna and i'm glad you add added on to dealer's comments um do you see with all the the I will say resistance and hesitance with the fact that the game has dropped the campaign. It's up the price. Um, do you think it's still open for them to pivot like Square Enix did with Outriders and potentially putting dice in? I mean, uh, this new Battlefield game in Game Pass for a short while. Uh, I mean, that'd probably be a great question for for Tim. But I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, people will point to. Well, they want pre-orders. I mean, every game wants pre-orders, right? I mean, there are games announced today in Game Pass that, that put everything they have on the line. Probably Turtle Rock. Pr- Turtle Rock probably is an example of that since their last game flopped, right? Uh, Evolve. Uh, I would say that, uh, yeah, of course they all want pre-orders. I, I feel like that's not going to stop them from announcing pre-orders on that stage there. 
plus Xbox. That would be great marketing for Xbox. And if Xbox is going to do something like that, they don't want to wait. That doesn't benefit Game Pass. They want to put their message out there when everyone's watching this stuff. So, uh, you know, if Battlefield 6 were going to be in Game Pass, which I know we had some guys that, you know, are super weird about this insider shit uh, trying to play Nostradamus, but I don't, I don't, you know, apparently that's not the case as of right now. As as of, as of far as we know, it's not going to be the case. And it's not. That's why I said pivot, uh, pivot like Square Enix because it almost didn't feel like Square Enix wanted to do Outriders in Game Pass Day One, but the pre-orders weren't there, so they decided to pivot and do that. I, I'm curious if the pre-orders aren't there, are they gonna by some chance, like you know, consider this like Plan B? Oh, uh, the pre-orders uh, are definitely going to be there. Dead. They're going to be there. Because <laughs> <laughs> people have been waiting and pissed that it's been World War uh, World War I, World War II. We're like thinking Battlefield Five was going to be back to, you know, either present day or near future. We and <laughs> we've been we've been dying since 2013 to get another Battlefield. They should have never called Modern. Battlefield, 5, Battlefield 5, honestly. I mean, it's a yeah. it's, it's like a stain on the fucking numbered titles in my in my opinion. So, you want there's going to be one to so many people. What the hell is this is going to do numbers like, when that sucker drops in the, what was it? October it's coming. Yeah. It'll, it'll it's going to obliterate anything near it. I swear. Mm-hmm. The Call of Duty apparently I'm talking to the developer there. They're doing some really cool stuff too. So, I uh I guess we'll have to see when that's going to be revealed, right? So that's that's going to be fun. At least Titanfall 3 is not dropping this year. No. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make the same mistake that uh, Titanfall 2 did. Uh, friggin' EA, too, right? Dropping uh, Battlefield 1, right? Uh, what was it? The same week or the week after uh, uh, Titanfall? It was something like that. Oh, man. Talk about I think bad Battlefield timing. maybe came out first, and then I think they dropped Titanfall and got killed by Call of Duty, probably. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, guys. I mean, overall, I mean, I thought it was a pretty good show. I don't know about grading by any means, but I mean, I thought they they covered what they needed to, and you know, introduced like you know, again, they were just like. It was about bringing Bethesda into the the fold and like showcasing a lot of their stuff, obviously with uh, the uh, Starfield and uh, what was it Redfall as well, the new IP, and also just like adding a whole bunch of like some of their older titles to Game Pass too, and just like adding like again like for, uh, adding uh, boosts to uh, like Doom and whatnot. Like there's a lot of good stuff there. Um, what did you guys think? Like uh, we were hearing all this stuff about uh, studio acquisitions. Phil had kind of hinted towards the end there about their the growing Xbox family. Uh, do you think we'll uh, hear about uh, some acquisitions like sometime in the near future? Probably late. Yeah, probably later this year. I'm mm-hmm. sure it'd be like in a a presser, like the Bethesda one is. It's kind of hard to plan those with the um, with the drop of like somehow they did it with 2018 but some of those were already studios like undead labs and playground that they're already working internally with um so they could kind of keep those under wraps and then the other ones were mostly smaller ones um so some of the ones we've been hearing yeah it's 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 probably like the bethesda one where it's like it's just going to get done when it eventually gets done it's not going to be something they can easily like hey we want to announce this at e3 let's try to get this done in the next week, it doesn't work like that sometimes. So, mm-hmm. but I'm sure we'll get you'll hear him probably before uh, 
like before some of these uh, holiday, you know, comes out, I'm sure in these next few months, they'll probably hear at least one acquisition, I'm sure. Yeah, like I didn't feel like we were gonna see any just because, again, it was about more about like Bethesda and whatnot, um, getting them into the fold. But again, like there was some like flip flopping going on with like, I guess you would call them some insiders, some journalists, some people in the know. Like at first, the Crytek thing was just made up, and then some people were like, well, there might actually be some truth to this. And then there was talk about IO. And, again, Avalanche 2, they did happen to be, again, they sh uh, had contraband there with Xbox Game Studios. So, again, who knows? All that's kind of up in the air. I just kind of, you know, take it day by day, you know, just kind of like, you know, some things might make sense. But uh, I, I personally didn't think that they were going to be there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it would make sense to have them later on, like, again, at an XO event or something, like you said, Shock. Uh, or they could have something bigger on the line. So, where'd they announce Obsidian? Was that at like a Gamescom? They announced Obsidian and In Exile at the same event. It was XO18. Oh, okay. So, just a, a couple of months after uh, the big E3, where they announced like Compulsion, Playground, Ninja Theory, and so on. So, yeah, Undead Labs, and there's another one. Like, they, now they have so many damn studios. It's crazy. It, it's funny how we know, like, just in, you know infinitely but like in the next like five years we know like all these different projects and because people are saying oh they're just it's just about promise now they're just we're just a wait and see and promise because that's what xbox is doing now um and it's like well we have no idea what even playstation is working on past god of war and gt7 we, we have no other projects that we have nothing no idea about and we have a whole slate of projects we know about from all these different studios Mm -hmm. Well, so. you did notice, too, that they, uh, again, like in the, what was it, the last, uh, oh, yes, well, actually, sorry, during, uh, what was it, uh, game, uh, Jeff Keighley's, uh, like, Summer Game Fest, they announced, uh, like, uh, there was a brand new studio announced and that they're being funded by uh, PlayStation, they're supporting their new IP, uh, these ex-Treyarch devs, I forget the studio off the top of my head. But that uh, sounded interesting from what they were talking about. Again, you have Jade Raymond's new studio. They're working on a new IP. So there's different strategies going on here, obviously. Uh, PlayStation's, obviously, this is how they're countering to Xbox's massive, massive uh, studio acquisitions over the past couple of years now. Obviously, <coughs> they need to make some moves, and this is how they're doing it. And they, well, they don't really have the bank account to do what Xbox is doing, right? So... Yeah, they can. Anybody have any insights on uh, Crossfire X? Oh, no. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, Ooh. obviously, Remedies hasn't isn't releasing anything or announcing anything for any other games, but that they're working on. But it was supposed to drop last December, so I thought for sure it'd be in this show. Like, hey, it's coming out this year or next spring. <laughs> yeah, I, I covered this recently, kind of. Uh, they had even had an internal thing saying that it was slated for this year. So yeah. the fact that it wasn't there and Microsoft apparently is marketing, uh, I'm guessing that typical remedy fashion, you know, some shit went south and, uh, <laughs> and now it's going to take a little longer to come out than it was going to take. Right. So it's also dependent on a complete separate studio building the, for the multiplayer. Right. So there can be a couple of factors, but COVID is the biggest factor of all. And, mm -hmm. We'll see how those guys have adjusted and, and adapted. I mean, I, I feel like it's hard to be upset at any studio that pushes stuff back. I mean, even Gotham Knights got pushed back like a year. 
Um, we saw that in 2020, right? So, I mean, that was supposed to come out early this year. That's but that's now converted to 2022. They didn't even show it off this year. It's like, what the hell? You yeah, know, yeah. so maybe it's even next fall. I don't even know. But uh, it, it has done damage. I'll tell you that. Yeah. 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 Next year's pr- pretty busy for them. Uh, just from Bethesda alone, you're going to have Deathloop, uh, Redfall, and uh, Starfield. Just from, <laughs> just and not from all these other, you know, Xbox Studio pre Bethesda Xbox Studios. That so I'm like, if they drop something in there, like maybe Forza as well, like that's going to be pretty stacked here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it, 2022 is shaping up to be like the real the real uh start mm-hmm. of the engine the real like kickstarter for like all like, the studios for xbox again like all these games that they were taking like we knew that it would take some time so and they're gonna keep buying studios so that again these studios have time and takes pressure off their studios to make the games so they're gonna keep buying whether they be smaller studios or hell even maybe another publisher who knows um but uh yeah, it was. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. Yeah, Crossfire X not being there, um, and I suppose a few other titles. But who knows? Maybe a Gamescom will hear something. You know, they, it could easily be like a, a drop that's a couple of months away. We, maybe for a few other games as well. Hard to really say. But um, overall, guys, yeah, I thought the the show was pretty decent um would like some more gameplay in some ways but uh other and you know i would like to see some other games that they had previously announced but like a dealer said you know uh the recent events of what happened over the past year or so uh have really affected game development and we have you know we have to really give these uh, developers a chance because uh, these are a lot of these are massive games uh that they're building here and it takes a lot of work so uh gotta give them some breathing room and the time to uh to focus on what they're doing but uh okay guys i think on that note we're gonna start wrapping uh tonight's show up uh you know what guys it was a really good discussion on xbox's e3 showcase uh nice healthy discussion on what our thoughts were on their showings it seems like we'll be getting some more information again on halo infinite uh, in the coming days and i gotta say guys a huge shout out to everyone that joined us in the chat tonight for the xbox uh, showcase chat that we had Always happy to see all you guys here. Geeky Nerd, Fuzzy Belvedere. Oh, buddy, you were really active tonight. Uh, Duke Togo. Thank you, buddy. AFC Violent, buddy. How you doing? Great to see you. Jesse Darby, other Zinc, uh, Toolman, uh, JP Dunks, uh, so many other people here. Uh, Binya Beck, again, thank you, buddy. Uh, man, I'm just trying to get through these here. I want to make sure I was here. Dreadpool, buddy. I didn't even see you sneak in there. Thank you, Shizno Elite. You're always here. And so on. Thank you, everybody. Surgeon, buddy. Great to see you and many more. Um, again, guys, if you happen to enjoy all the banter tonight, then consider dropping a like and uh, subscribing to the channel and to share this out on your social media uh, spot of choice. Uh, we'll get to the panel outros, and first up, uh, Dealer Bud, I'll uh, get to you first. Thank you for coming on tonight. I know it's been a very busy day, afternoon, or even couple of days, really, and it's pr- it probably will be for the coming days, too, and then some. Uh, but thank you for your insight tonight, and you know we've got to get you on again soon, buddy. Where can everybody follow you at? 
if you're interested, you can follow me at dealer underscore gaming on Twitter. Um, I, I space dealer space I, I on Xbox Live and uh, dealer gaming on YouTube. Um, and check out the videos, the backlog, see if it's something you might happen to give a shit about and, and say hi if, if you do. Uh, and thanks for listening, guys. If you haven't hit the like button and, and subscribe and support these guys, Invader is a, is a good guy and he's trying to run a good show here. So, um, yeah, thanks for having me on and, and um, yeah, good show. Thanks, buddy. Much appreciate on that. Uh, Tim Dog had to leave early. He uh, his voice is uh, strained beyond belief. <laughs> he really tired mm-hmm. pulling the uh, the E three graveyard shift, if you will. Uh, but he'll definitely be back uh, kicking things into gear next Sunday. Uh, Eric Shockley, buddy, my friend. Uh, good stuff tonight, as always. Uh, some really good points. Where can everybody follow you? Yeah, as always, you can find me at Shock Nero on Twitter, Easy Shock on Xbox Live, and uh, I think this might be the first Far Cry grain I actually complete. <laughs> like I own all the other ones, but I never have played them or I never gotten to them. But uh, definitely that 4K60 uh, stream, if you go back and watch it too, as well, look pretty sick, and some of the uh, weapons pretty dope. So definitely interested into that. One of my highlights. So, but. Thanks for uh, dealers stopping by and have a great, uh, definitely great show tonight. So, yeah. Did see you see you the uh, the DLC something with the season pass that they're going to be focusing on the villains of some of the previous uh, games? Like, uh, was it Voss and Min and all that? Oh, Voss, Min, the father. Yeah, yeah. So that looks pretty cool. I mean, I haven't. I I just I, I saw the news about that. I was like, oh, that looks. That actually sounds like a pretty cool concept. So. Hmm. I got, you should look into that. Um, and then, yeah, to round this out, uh, Centurion Buddy, uh, again, really good show tonight. Uh, you know, again, I think uh, overall pretty decent E3. Uh, where can everybody follow you up with? Well, actually, it was an awesome show tonight. And when it comes to E3, um, I'll just put it this way. I have been working way too much, and you know when you work too much, you want a game, but you get kind of just like, I don't want to do nothing. Watching E3 today has got me in the mood to want to just game hardcore and just put off all the work I'm supposed to be doing. So E3 kind of was a home run, at least for me. Uh, Thank you, Dealer, for being here. Also, for any of those interested, you can find me at Centurion1307, at Xbox Live, Twitter, and, of course, right here on YouTube. You can also find me every Saturday night on the Shop Podcast, and you can also find me right here every Sunday night on the TXR Podcast. Yeah, you said it well, brother. And as per usual, this is Invader signing out, and you can find my content on YouTube over at Invader Gaming. As well, my content is on a number of alt media sites like BitChute, Minds, and so on. Definitely, uh, you can uh, just def- search my content there. Fantastic show tonight, folks, and we look forward to seeing you next Sunday. I hope you enjoyed the Xbox and Bethesda show, and uh, we look forward to covering all the other news from all the other shows uh, from the week. Catch you there, guys. It's been great.